the Monster Exploration Podcast, where we take a look at monsters from their folkloric origins to their current pop culture incarnations. I'm your host, Dane, and I'm joined today by Leonard and Cameron. We are back. It's been a minute, like a month or so. Yeah, Cameron, it's been a little Cameron, while. you survived. You, Yay. You, you took the helm for a bit. Like like a week here and there. I also managed to catch tonsillitis. <laughs> yeah, that's so we, not we great. That was last week, so yeah. I'm glad you're feeling better. But I made it through, and now I'm back to work in like two days. Hooray. Yeah. Back to the grind. I will be alright. That goes. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, you two had much more interesting time than me. How are both of you doing? I'm, I'm here. I'm alive. <laughs> this last week has been horrendous. It's yeah, work has just yeah. not been great. Um, otherwise, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. I got married. Yeah, we're all yeah nothing we're else. All married here, and Leonard caught a bouquet. Yes, you are next in line. I was handed one by virtue of elimination since everybody <laughs> else was married in the room. Um, yeah. So, like, Cot yeah. was, like, I, there was no chance involved yeah. in that but game. You didn't, you didn't physically avoid the book. <laughs> that, that's true. I didn't jump out the window to uh, to avoid it. This is true. Um, yes, I Carla would have caught you. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> run, run down, uh, kung fu hustle style, and caught me before I landed. <laughs> yeah, something like that would have happened. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, I've pre- now performed the marriage. Uh, yes. Now I need to perform a, uh, a a funeral and a baptism, and then I level up. Yeah, you gain like, you gain like remote skill. You can perform things at a further distance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just like yeah, and it's not a mystical power that you just get the authorization <laughs> to do it over a webcam instead of having to be there in person. Exactly. <laughs> it's like one of those idle games. I waited long enough, and I had enough mm. mana in order to, to perform the wedding or the the <laughs> baptism and the funeral. <laughs> <laughs> for 249 you could perform this ceremony right away no, right wait. now <laughs> for 999 i can remove the ads from my funerals <laughs> and baptisms this wedding yeah. this wedding brought to you by raid shadow legend <laughs> <laughs> oh that's real bad that's gonna happen in like 10 years and i'm gonna oh. feel really bad for putting that into the world oh man that, now that you've put it into the world somebody's writing up the copy oh right now i'm sorry <laughs> oh goodness oh yeah. That's not the, yeah, it's not the worst thing I've had to think about these last couple of weeks. <laughs> no, no. Speaking of terrible things, what are we covering today? <laughs> we are covering Willow, the TV series, which yes. is a spinoff. Mm-hmm. It's like a 
Uh, just a continuation. Thing, it's, a, it's literally, it's literally a direct movie. sequel. It's a direct movie. sequel to the movie, and now, it, it it's overriding yeah. the canon yeah. of the trilogy. Yeah, that was written in like 1991. Yeah, yeah. I now I, I want to point out, Lenny said a direct sequel. I've watched more of this show than either of you. It feels like we missed another movie in between the original film and this show. Uh, oh, I, I, so be- much. I, I believe. Oh, there you. wasn't 20, 20 years passing in between <laughs> the two things. There's twenty years passing in between the two things, but also there's just fifty concepts that they name and expect you to understand what they are. And like, I didn't read the the, the world building manuscript the scriptwriters got. I don't know what's going on here. Uh, oh, you mean the thing that didn't exist and that they didn't take into account even if it did? Because, hey, Cameron, I mean, remember Willow, the film, was Baby's first D&D campaign where the DM <laughs> decided to not write any world lore whatsoever. Yep. Yep. They've, they've kept that proud tradition of, I'm going to take a name or a place. I'm going to say it like we all know what it means. And mm-hmm. we're all going to nod, and the scene mm-hmm. is going to continue. No yes. one is going to ask who the lich is. <laughs> Do not well, talk about the lich. Well, to be fair, nobody <laughs> should know who the lich is since it's not named unless you're watching it with subtitles on. So, <laughs> yeah, but those that. exist. Those are um, those are diegetic subtitles. Everyone yeah. sees those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the um, the novels were mm. um. Written by Chris Chris Claremont, and mm-hmm. they are the the Chronicles of the Shadow War. Um, I read the first book, and I think snippets of the second one. They came out in uh, ninety five, ninety six, and then the third one was in two thousand. Yeah. Um, these they're not great, but they're a post apocalyptic. Willow as the titular character doing main character things and being kind of a wizard a little bit more than here mm. a lot more than here he does actual magic constantly um and it's oh it's like no I don't want to say it's not like game of thrones what is the other um oh. not even another book it's uh totally blanking the dude uh joe amber amber crumpy oh yeah the um Um, i can't think of the name of the books nope the law the law Mm. trilogy something like that (laughs) it's like that yeah or or maybe like um uh the black company oh yeah i do i i do like black company um yeah it's more it's grim dark i guess yeah, <laughs> is, yeah. is is what those books yeah. are doing okay yeah um, the, the, the first law is the yeah the first crombie books yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know why it's based on that i it's been a while since i read them but okay. um it's kind of like that yeah. uh but in a in a and he's tasked with like uh picking up Lord Annan who's mm-hmm. a, a petulant teenager yeah. and she can still save the world 
from mm. the, the apocalypse. Yes, pro- so there's stuff going on that's like they picked up in the TV show, but uh, mm. they ran with it completely differently. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and he's he's Willow. If Willow was like Aragorn, Gandalf, <laughs> he's like oh, hard bitten. And uh, I kind of want that. Yeah, it's it's different. I'm, I'm he, trying he, to like explain it without. It's uh, I can't because he's not Willow as Mad Max since it's post apocalyptic. <laughs> uh, not really. Aww. Because so, um, Willow isn't strong enough, mm. like as a name and an identity, <laughs> and so he had to rebrand himself. Okay. That's right. Thorn. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Alright. Oh cool. my god. Cool. And so it, this is this it's is that this kind is of. what we're dealing with, huh? Okay. Yeah. Cool. cool. But it's enjoyable in a, yeah. in, a in, yeah. in, in, in a of that era. It when when were these books written again? Uh ninety five. Okay, so it is somebody roughly of our uh, of you and mm-hmm. I, Dave's age bracket, who watched yeah. Willow as a kid and then turned into a teenager, and they were like, "Hey, there's a market if we just make Willow." Well, really Chris Claremont's edging. He's not. He is. Um, he's older. He's like George Lucas age. Oh, oh. yeah, I know, but like for marketability, oh like, yeah, 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 all, yeah, all these. Sure. No, he. All these kids watched it, but now they're all yeah. edgy teenagers in the nineties. <laughs> so I guess so to nice. give that more context, Chris um, Chris Claremont wrote um, Uncanny X Men from seventy five to ninety one. Uh, so okay. that's his. That's always he was coming from that. Um, hmm. so the books don't feel comic booky. Um, yeah, but that's the demographic he's used to writing for. I right think, is right. the thing. Yeah. Uh, and he, he's a, he's adapting because Lucas, uh, again, had a <laughs> story already <laughs> all drafted and, um, it was adapted like two people adapted it. It was like, you know, it's a second person like going over and going, well, I can do something with this. And, um, yeah, it's, it's not it's not bad, but it's not. It, it's, it, it's, it's, it's the era Lucas-y. where stuff was a little bit too long. Okay, <laughs> like you don't yeah. need to have a three hundred page. Like it, it ends up being almost almost a thousand page epic thing that didn't really like need it to be that padded. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of there's some cool stuff. There's some cool lore. The um the the demon dogs. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Devil dogs. So, yeah, they um, are are people that have been twisted by dark magic, um, and Willow's first apprentice was kidnapped, mm-hmm. and it reads like what they were doing with Eric. Okay, like he's kidnapped by the dark forces, and he's um, implanted with like the what I think it's a crystal or something that turns you into one of those dogs. <laughs> okay but it's a curse it's like a magic curse and it, it transforms him and so now he's like hunting willow it's it's a lot more fun like right there's more i don't know a plot and things going on yeah anyway nothing to do with the tv series no. but <laughs> like 
I read, I started reading that in preparation for the TV series launching. Yeah. And I'm going, okay, yeah, they could, like, if they adapted this, like, you could do something with it. Like, this is still, enter- this is entertaining. Um, and then that's not what we got. <laughs> that's, no. This is not what they did. Uh, they went a different direction with it. Maybe because it's Disney. I don't know <laughs> what happened. Yeah. A lot of things happen when Lucas lost the rights to stuff. Yeah. Or didn't lose them, but he like sold it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he didn't. He d- it didn't just he fall didn't lose out it. of yeah, his he, pocket he, into he, Disney's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gained something, and it was in exchange. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, um, I went into this expecting that that book, <laughs> that universe, um, which was like a continuation of like the darker themes in the movie. Yeah, like that movie's not like it's not super kid friendly, really. Especially like the whole middle where they're just walking. That's not kid friendly. No, yeah. no. <laughs> Nor is it entertaining. <laughs> yeah, but like the the when you have the um the dragon troll hybrid, like that stuff's cool, but yeah. it's also real disturbing the way you know the way it um pans out. Oh yeah, it's gross. I love yeah. it. So yeah. that that kind of stuff is in the book. Like there's just a weird horrible things happening to people all the time and that's what i thought maybe they were gonna do with the tv series and mm. they they did not you know they didn't they did at least i i okay so we're covering episode one and two yes. um that's all we will be covering because we are in <laughs> unanimous agreement that we don't enjoy watching this show nope yeah um, like I want to be clear. I'm going to finish watching this show because I enjoy Same. picking it apart with my wife. But I don't want to talk about it on this show. Yeah. <laughs> no, because we're just MST3King it, and it's not yeah. like, like not even yeah. that. Like it's not even that. I can't even enjoy doing that with this show. No. Yeah, no. it's too long. <laughs> is the I, problem. Yeah, I, I if think it's half I would... hours. I think out of the three of us, I'm the only one with the stomach to like actively like talk to somebody and record it to shit on a TV show like this. Um, mm. And uh, you guys are not the guys for me to do that with. So <laughs> we are not, go- nor is this the forum for that. That's, us that's to the do thing that. is I don't mind doing that, but that's not what we do on the show so no. we're a mostly just... positive show we like to talk yeah, even about it has things to be positive i just need something to like work with and this isn't it <laughs> like yeah. we, we've watched plenty of things and read stuff that's just not they're not great um mm. but there's something in them that we can like dig into yes this yeah. doesn't have that we we always try to be fair with the media that we cover on the show yeah and, and there's yeah. been times where we had terrible things and we were like, you know, we found enough things to go, oh, okay, yeah, maybe I'll reconsider that in my mind. Doesn't mean yes. I'm going to rewatch it or whatever, but um, yeah. I, I, I can come away from this having like developed an appreciation for someone else's appreciation of a thing. Like I yes. see why you like that, whatever it is. Yeah. 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 All right, Willow, episode one. <laughs> Yeah, well, episode one. Um, what the hell is going on in in the the twenty years, twenty five years that have passed 
um, in Willow time, not in uh, real world time. Uh, uh, um, I, Dave, I just have to correct you. It's oh. uh, 200 moons. Thank uh, you yes. very much. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, some uh, lore, some, some yeah. exposition. We know that the the time is measured in moons. Yep. So like, but what does that equivalent to? Years? We don't even know. I tried to do the math, and none of it worked out. And I said, "Nope, yeah. not worth it." Uh, like, wasn't like, sixteen years in child if it, time? If it if it matches up to Earth full moon cycles, it's about fifteen and a half years. Okay, so not enough. Missing that ten years feel long enough for some of this stuff. Nope, <laughs> no. <laughs> 20 years feels better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, they, yeah, the, the, the kingdom of Tirislean was rejuvenated, went through a renaissance, and then entered its wall off the rest of the world phase real quickly. Yep. It's just, it's just a giant but they soap forgot bubble. to wall off the fashion. Yeah, they did forget to wall off. Should we start with costume designs? Just get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah, let's start with costume design because that's like <laughs> that, that's what the show leads with. It, yeah. it lets us know that there's no cohesive costume designer. Like yeah, everybody gets their own mm. personal costume designer in this show. Man, I mean, that's one way to use your budget. Yeah. <laughs> God, yeah, it 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 is like a grab bag of the original Willow aesthetic, which was, to be fair, very no, generic eighties fantasy. Yeah, that was very broad. It, it's a grab bag of that with just random pieces of modern day clothing from the nineties onwards thrown into the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what to make of it, honestly. Beyond it, just does not gel. I, I will just say this that um um the dyes that Terrace Lean uh produces given the uh fantasy time period that this is set are amazing since they're mm. all consistent and yeah. uh and cover everything evenly because mm. anything that is dyed in the show looks like it fell out of the Forever Twenty One. <laughs> I mean it might have. <laughs> this is true got to save money somewhere uh. <laughs> well the 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 fashions themselves are they don't lend themselves to like a single culture nope yeah so yeah i feel like tiaz mean <sighs> they're yeah. they're like runway showcasing wealth mm. like yeah. hey I we mean, have the finest silks from mm, mm, whatever where, 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 i i don't i can't even unnamed think of a country number five yeah uh, which yeah could have yeah. they could have used that to go oh you have the latest fashions from wherever and I, yes you're name dropping but at least you're going okay we know that xyz culture yeah produces this sort of fashion so right. yeah like, it, it's it, giving you something yeah. wait, it's wait. either that or like tear is lean was a nation with no people at the end of willow the movie and this is like a result of twenty years of different diaspora of people not wanting to gel their different cultural dress, and just all arguing over who should wear what for twenty years. <laughs> to, to go back to what Dave was saying, <laughs> but if they if they like use that to exposit, then there would be exposition. And as Cameron and I have covered, <laughs> there is no such thing as exposition in the world of Willow. 
allergic to it. Allergic. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, that's what I wanted them to like. If you just give me that, just just give me yeah. this little something, and yeah. I, then I can not ignore this garish fashion, but at least I can understand why it's there. Yeah, but then then even on the like the the import export side of things, Tira's lean is literally in a bubble. And every conversation about what's outside the bubble implies that it's Mad Max universe out there. Yep. So I don't know where they're getting these fine silks from. The bubble is <laughs> real big. It is a really big bubble. It is a very big bubble. It's like a full day's ride of a bubble. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, unless you In walk, one direction. I mean, the bubble may hours. not be even. Maybe it's like a <laughs> oval, like an oblong. Yeah. Yeah, true. Who knows? The, the, the thing is, they don't give us a map. I can't tell. Nope. Tira's Lean could be like the size of a small suburb with one big castle in the middle and the bubble around it, or it could be the size of Southeast Asia. I, I, I don't mean know. It, I mean, it's presented <laughs> like the size of a small sur- suburb with a big castle in the middle, <laughs> given the center design of the town that we are shown in the first episode. Yep. The, there's the one town square with its five buildings, and there's the castle. That that's a that's a city, yeah. Uh, a fiefdom, fiefdom even yeah, yeah. More than twenty people. That's taxable. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. Tirislene is the nominal city at the center of the world kind of place. It does have that aesthetic sensibility of we've just got everything going on here. Uh but yeah, like like every conversation is like everything outside the bubble is hell on earth it's fine in here we're all good we are going to send you away to train with someone I'm like how far away do they train outside the bubble again they won't tell us we're never going to find out uh, <laughs> but yeah things things have shifted uh a lot of the shift from the from the sector of the show is sort of centered around Sorsha and her family she fell in love with Mad Mardigan in the movie they ended up getting married they had twins uh, then he went off on an adventure and died because Val Kilmer is too sickly to act, uh, which I am he, sad about. <laughs> he he might have died. They keep floating that he might be alive, and I'm like, you should have actually they, just killed him because that would be more respectful to like Val yes. Kilmer's current so, state. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> I was following up on like the behind the scenes stuff a little bit before the. Yeah. Like actually, the show was airing, um, and the 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 show creators um, kept because this was a long production. Like this wasn't made last year. No, uh-huh. for a while, it took uh, they were working with um, Val Kilmer. Yeah, and um, he was. Uh, because of his, I think it's like throat cancer and some other things. He can't yeah. like talk, but right. he can still yes. act. Um, so they had him, and they were just gonna just have like come up with some reason for him not to talk or or computer mm. in his voice. Mm. Um, but when they were doing pr- principal <laughs> photography, that was in like 2019. Yeah, uh, and COVID hit. So, yeah, um, Valkymer's not in any kind of condition to like 
you get sick. Oh, absolutely. Extra. Not. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, I can't guys. <laughs> it's not going to work. Um, yeah. But banking on multiple seasons, they kept him or Mad Mardigan in the script to surprise. Oh, he shows up, you know, in season two or three or something. Like they're yeah. just holding that back just in case. Ugh, okay. Yeah. Still so, feels kind of gross though. Uh, <laughs> I mean, they were specifically working with him. So yeah, I understand. Yeah. He's still alive that. and able to consent to the idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's still acting. He just did um, yeah. the Top Gun, but just, you know, yeah. cameo basically. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you, you know, they could do another season and yeah, tra- train an AI voice to speak like Mad Mardigan. And after a couple of days on the original script, it'll just say peck all the time. <laughs> and won't say anything else. <laughs> it's just delivering insults. Yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, that that's why mm. they like they're keeping that option open, open or they yeah. were. Yeah. Um I really don't I don't think this was greenlit for a second season. Definitely not so far, I think. Yeah. I've not uh, heard. But- but but wait, we see flash forwards of the end of a big battle that that will be very important in season two. So there must be another season coming. Otherwise, why would you do that? He said as sarcastically as humanly possible. Uh, yeah. it, look, it's 2023. Things don't get a second season unless they're the last. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right off. Right out the gate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, Sorcerer and Mad Mardigan got married. They had twins, uh, which they frustratingly choose to name Eric and Kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither of which are particularly great names for a royal lineage. And I think I expressed my frustration with the name Eric sufficiently on the last Willow episode, episode because it physically hurts to say at this point. It, it, yeah, it's not a great <laughs> name, but at least it's like homage to his best yeah. buddy. Yeah, yeah like we understand why it's there. That that's yeah. fine. It's yeah. That doesn't change the name not being great, but yeah. it has could, a could significance. Made, could have made it, uh, made it just the same, the same level of homage to his friend, but made it infinitely more palatable by switching the middle two letters and making him <laughs> Eric. <laughs> I would accept Eric over Eric. <laughs> Eric. <laughs> the, the great um, thing is everyone says yeah. it like Eric. Yeah. Right. This yeah. is Eric. Why don't you just, just call him Eric? Just call him Eric. There's a long tradition of. I mean, they do. Eric they just call him Eric. Eric. <laughs> and to be completely fair, out of the twins, Eric is the least offensive of I the like two. Eric. I like He's Eric. Fine He's for great. As much as we see him. Yeah. Yeah, not a lot of them. Um, so, yeah, he's. Um, we'll, we'll just pause and talk about the twins a bit. Yes. Uh, or at yes. least uh, we'll talk about Eric. Yeah, um, yeah. He has that? the Mad Mardigan like I can't Face. even say that Mad Mardigan's Look. a playboy, but it mm. that's the feeling you're supposed to I think have gotten. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he's the um he's the 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 Lurdish rate. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Eric got that like as a trait that he just yeah. has. Um, yes. and he's so Tirasleen isn't a big place. No. And he's had dalliances with like most of the available women in 
the town his age range at least I mean, in his age yeah. range um he he's known to get around yeah yes but it, it, it's played i don't know that's that's it's not great no um but he but, like at yeah. least he owns up to it yeah yeah, it's it's an open, not even a secret. People just like, yeah, the prince is a massive flirt, uh, but he hasn't seemed to massively hurt anyone emotionally or physically. So I guess he's just like his dad, one of those rakish yeah, '80s charisma men. Yeah, and <laughs> he's we get just enough time mm. uh, where he's like growing up and fully like deciding to take responsibility yeah yes yeah. Yeah, exactly like that that's that, there's care there's some kind of character building going on um yes. he's getting and, ready to settle down at yeah 16. like he, he's he's making a decision yeah yeah absolutely uh he's been having a, a dalliance with one of the castle staff a blonde-haired young lady whom he only refers to as dove because he's doing that terrible thing young men do where they all think they're the next great poet of the age uh and human names are too good for them or, or not well, good enough for them rather yeah <laughs> i i think it's actually because he doesn't remember, he doesn't what remember her, her name. name if she ever told him he would remember because i i can't remember this in the first two episodes she does tell you what her actual name is and it's bad <laughs> she's brunhild yeah, and oh, he's just right. like, or so Dove. we'll just go with Dove. Gonna... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Dove is this very pretty young blonde woman, and very importantly, the only blonde character in the entire cast. I wonder what that could mean. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he he's getting ready to commit. Like he he's trying to impress upon her that you know he's been been around town and all that kind of thing but he's ready to really call this for what it is which is a more serious relationship and she seems very happy with that but we can't have that for a, a long time at least uh, <laughs> yeah yeah it's important these two have their relationship formed early on because we don't see much of eric um past this point <laughs> No, he's he's spirited away, like, rather abruptly. Yeah, yeah. Which um, is a shame, because he's, like, the only character that was any fun. I mean, look, just, just switch this switch this uh, show's twins' roles, and I think that could be pretty fun, at least for the first couple episodes. Well, they, they do play a fun reversal uh, about time, because mm. it's ridiculous, but it's like, let's just, we, we've kidnapped the prince, mm-hmm, mm. um, and not the princess. Okay, that's... Yeah. That's fun. That is true. It yeah, sort of leads leads in with Willow as a series being a little more femininely strong, as it were, in terms of like characters and potential tropes surrounding them. Yeah. Um, um So it'd be yeah, more just, fun. It, <laughs> it'd yeah, be more fun always... if we had more Eric. <laughs> it'd be fun if we had like more willow in the mm. show called willow, willow. and God, could he's you imagine? just <laughs> this guy he's just been dumped on yeah like, badly 
Yeah. And it's yeah. just what is what is happening? There's it's been so happening. many years and he's just in the same he's it's not even the same. He's like downgraded. Yes. Yes, Willow has uh not moved past where he was in society by the end of the film Willow, but the well, society I mean, it's weird he did because he technically down, is High Aldwin. So yeah, in no one's society on he did. Otherwise, no. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, he's it's worse. Like they mm. won't he's been like banned from seriously. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, look, the, uh, uh, an older man, even if he's a, even if he's a now one, showing up and talking to a toddler like, "Oh, I've got these kids at home. I think you'd really like them. You should come with me." Yeah, I brought some candy. Li- liable to get you thrown out. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's <laughs> it's bad behavior. Um, and oh, so <laughs> the other thing that will be the looming—it's not even a looming specter. It's just like the gump in this show is the humor is oh man very poorly chosen um yeah and so yeah willow he's we get flashbacks of him like trying to basically kidnap elora denon yeah as a baby or as a young yeah yeah little toddler um not not for like anything nefarious. He's like actively trying to just train her and make sure that mm. she can be the force yeah. she needs to be to to battle evil. Yeah, she has to nurture like, to fulfill her, power her prophecy to yeah. have it actually be of any use in the future. Which fair point, honestly. Yeah, no, I mean it's like he has a point. Um, he goes about it in like the worst way possible, <laughs> mostly because he's already been blacklisted. Um, yes, because oh, he's not taken seriously. Yeah, and. So he has He's to resort to like things. stupid things, and then he, mm. in hindsight, is like, "Yeah, I made some mistakes." But that's yeah. the—they're making it like they're trying to make it funny, and it's not. It's like yes. sad, and the, the, he's just a... either going like, "Oh yeah, I made a blunder or said something." I don't know what the, the dialogue was. He said something mm. real weird. It's like, "I regret my stupidity" or something. I don't know. That would have been better than what he said. I think he said yes. <laughs> there, there's a lot of weird character assassination of the old characters in this show, mm. given what they experienced in the film when they banished an evil witch outside of the universe to keep the chosen prophesized child safe, and no, and like. Everyone's just like, yeah, okay, I, we're gonna ban magic because uh, that'll keep Enora safe. Um, but uh, only after we have them put this magical barrier over over yeah. our, our our kingdom. Uh, also, yeah. Willow, you're not a magician. You're not a sorcerer. <laughs> you're a loser. What are you gonna make a pig disappear? I'm like, what is go? Why are why is everyone being an asshole to each other after <laughs> you saved the world? This is baffling. <laughs> Just like absolute power corrupts absolutely. Sorcerer got that crown. And I mean, we know how her mother turned out. Um, yeah, <laughs> which not was quite that li- bad. <laughs> which was literally the only joke that I laughed at in the first episode when she <laughs> referenced her mother. I was like, "Ah, oh, that's actually that's a good joke." 
that's mm. actually a good joke because it references yeah. something that was established. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. They're like, magic's super dangerous. Look what magic did. You got to remember, these are prejudices. Like, the entire governing body of Tirasleen was turned into pigs for a solid 20 hours. <laughs> Fair. Like, they they got they got some they got some biases against magic. They have a grievance. It was valid, <laughs> but also to be fair, it's like yeah, you banned it inside the borders of your kingdom, but you know that it's hell world out there. You don't think that they're going to be apostate mages weaving spells? <laughs> no, why would they? It's illegal. No one's allowed to do magic in or out of Tira's Lean. That's the law we wrote, and it should apply. Even <laughs> though we never leave Tira's Lean to enforce no. uh, whatever. Okay. No, yeah, exactly. Cool. Cool. Look, everything, everything's fine. We'll build the big, beautiful soap bubble, and we'll be safe and happy forever. <laughs> and nothing will ever go wrong, especially if we piss off the one person with any knowledge of the arcane who's going to live past the next five years. Because Finn Rizal isn't going to make it much longer. Nope. She's walking around on her deathbed after after the first day she is in the film. She's not going to make it twenty years. Yeah, they literally and referenced. She didn't. Right. Yeah. They literally, <laughs> like it was literally like, yeah, we had them build this wall, and then they just died. It just took the last of Shalindri and Finn Rizal's strength to raise the wall. I'm like. You really could have done something else with that. You could have built a normal wall and maybe trained a cadre of sorceress yeah. under your command or something. Yeah. Anything. But, uh, yeah. That's that's sort of the state of the world. Um, there's Eric. Uh, there's Eric's twin sister, Kit, uh, who is mean. all of Mad Mardigan's other... Yeah, Eric. Eric is the flirt, the the flirtish, rakish, roguish side of Mad Mardigan, and Kit is every other part of Mad Mardigan. <laughs> yep, made manifest. Yep, it's like the movie Twins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. you know what? She is the Danny DeVito of Willow. <laughs> I'll go on record and say yes. Kit is in fact the Danny DeVito of Willow. I would have rather had Danny DeVito in a wig playing Kit than what we got. I really I mean, could have worked with that. That would I mean, the line good. delivery would have been significantly better, I think. The man has serious chops. <laughs> uh, he's good. He's good at what he does. He's a good actor. Uh, but yeah, Kit is, yeah, that, that sort of overly self-important, self-confident, and oblivious side of Mad Mardigan. Combined mm -hmm. with Sorcerer, who was also in a youth like a really fiery, brash, aggressive person, um, Kit is all of that. She knows she's the best because she's won every fight she's ever had with her bodyguard, the person who's paid not to hurt her. Yep. Um, <laughs> uh, and, you know, her life is terrible because A, she's a teenager, but B, uh, she's also a queer teenager who's being forced into political marriage, which, hey, I can understand how that would make you very pissed off and touchy, but also <laughs> you saw it coming. You could have run away before this point. Um, I mean, yeah, if she, your brother's allowed to, like, potentially oh, yeah. marry a the, scullery, the, maid. The scullery maid, then you can kind of do whatever. The, the rules well, seem very lax here. I, I think that might be because 
like Willow's societies are traditionally matriarchal, so Kid is actually in line for the throne, whereas Eric is like yeah, he's the, just the like not, son, it's not the important. it's the second prince or whatever you know that doesn't yeah. actually have any power. Yeah, he he can do whatever he wants as long as Kit is alive. If she died, he'd have to do something important and not marry a scholar. Probably, <laughs> which is really weird because like the the lineage in this is strange. Like oh, they yeah. just kind of inherited the kingdom, but like not. In a... They were there. They had a bunch of swords. It yeah, because <laughs> that's yeah, that's 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 that that does happen. That yeah. that's a way to go about it, you know, by and conquest. Like the, the other kingdoms do still exist because Kit is engaged to the crown prince of Galadorn. Uh, yeah, which hey, was like name dropped in Willow. the movie. Yeah. But that's that one of the nations it. that Bavmorda conquered. So I guess, I guess Sorsha wanted to still be royalty, but didn't want to go over to Galadorn and take over a conquered people. And so just built Tira's lean back up like, no one was living here. They're all dead in crystals. I'm sure we didn't solve that. I think we just probably threw them into a mine shaft or something. <laughs> we don't we don't truck with magic here. Right. Yeah. We we had yeah. to get rid of all the trolls and then yes. we cleaned up all the troll shit and then we settled here. Yeah. You know, tried to mine out exactly one crystallized Tyrosling citizen and said, "You know what? This is too much work." Yeah. Just take them off the castle grounds. It'll be fine. He's like, I'm uh, technically the queen of, like, Nakmar, but yeah. I'm just going to take Tyr's lane because no, yeah, no, no one else is one wants dead Nockmar. or crystal. They're crystallized. Uh, they're sleeping. We'll have to just... <laughs> we can't We can't resurrect them. We'll just have to take over this. I, I, mean, I mean, honestly, if I was in her place, I'd be like, hey, I helped kill my evil witch queen mother. Yeah. Everyone's in crystals. You want to just gimme gimme and I'll be <laughs> benevolent. Come yep. on. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, there was a prophecy. <laughs> yeah, I got this prophecy. She's like holding, she's like waving a no- scroll. <laughs> Eleanor, yeah. no, Eleanor around is like, I got oh. this special baby. I got, I got this the, magic I've baby. I got this special magic baby. Even though the child's prophecy has already been completely fulfilled. Oh, no, it hasn't, because there's oh. another prophecy, because there's always a secondary evil <laughs> just it. lurking behind the previous evil. Yeah, she, that, she was Dragon Balled. There's yeah, always a bigger this, enemy. This is actually my least favorite part of Willow the TV show. Yep. Is I loved, in Willow the movie, the fact that the prophecy is completely fulfilled within the movie. Elora <laughs> down in the baby leaves Nokmar. And the prophecy is when she returns, Bavmorda's going to be destroyed. The baby is carried back to Nokmar. Bavmorda's destroyed. That is the entire prophecy. Yep. It's done. I want. I wanted Willow the TV show to be like an adventure with a new threat, and Alora Dannon can be there, but she's not like a central to the to the prophecy plot character. She's just a new mage or something. Would have been cooler. Yep. <laughs> but no. Big, big, big other prophecy about another nebulous feminine evil that uh, we Laura get, Dannon will defeat. <laughs> we get, we get to, we get to revitalize our surly uh, uh, a seer character, Cameron, who wrote yeah. down a, a secondary prophecy that he didn't share <laughs> with Bathmorna because he didn't listen to her about Cersei betraying her. He's like, I'm just gonna tuck this into my robe sleeve and fuck <laughs> you. All right, cool. <laughs> Oh god. Um yeah. 
Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot going on there. Uh, but yeah, uh, Galadorn is doing fine. Uh, they they their Crown Prince Graydon, who is Spider Man's best friend, uh, is actually probably my favorite character in the show. Oh wait, wait, is that is that Flash? Is that Flash Thompson it's, it's, from the Spider Man? It's Tony Revolori. He is Spider Man's best friend. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even realize because he had that super smart beard and mustache. Yeah, he looks he looks very regal. Um, and I actually really like him as the 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 royal politician kind of character who is actually just that and doesn't want to have any truck with this adventuring nonsense. Nope. The, it plays a really good straight man to the rest of the cast. Oh yeah, it, he's he's <laughs> great. He um he doesn't want to be there. No, like at but all. He has to. But yeah, he's he's like obliged to. Yeah. just due to his position. The rules um, of chivalry say you must accompany your wife to be to find her lost brother. Yada 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 yada. <laughs> he's like, wow, yeah, this is this is a lot. Great. I don't know how to use a sword. I don't I know even how to read. Want to marry her? What? What is That's... going on? Yeah, yeah. That that guy has it rough, you know. Uh... <laughs> she's like she clearly has other interests. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, and she's mean to literally everyone. So, oh yeah, no, no thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this uh, isn't that kind of story. No, it's not. Um, but you know, he he's got like the. He's got the long game in mind, which is one day Alora Dan's going to come back, and I won't have to be in charge of this kingdom because she's the the real empress. Uh, so this is just like a political marriage. Until then, I'm cool with whatever you want to do. Let's just not try to embarrass our parents in front of the entire like ruling party of this country. <laughs> yeah. No, I refuse. I'm upset. Me, like she, it's. She's like mean Disney princess, and it's like mm. intolerable. Like, let me, let me shoot this apple off your head. Or... Yeah, let me throw a knife and yeah. and and hit a pumpkin off of your head, brother. And I'm like, what is this? Is this Metal Gear Solid? What is, what is going on? <laughs> well, she's drunk yeah. for one. Was so she? Not that. <laughs> yeah, she was. Okay, so that's not an excuse, but that's definitely like an adding to the problem. Is is the thing. Yeah, like, I, I will say, she begins to mellow out. It happens two episodes too late for me no, <laughs> to okay. really like her. She she does start calming down in, like, the the back half of episode three. But it takes that long. It takes two and a half hours, basically. Yeah. It takes, and it takes a full film, which yeah, is too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely intolerable like i'm like i and i one of the so i i had some really weird uh just uh just uh bring it down a little bit i had some really yeah. weird feelings about this because you know she's lgbtq representation yeah. on the show yeah. and it's like set in this kind of fantasy world that's like you know medieval and women don't have a lot of agency and there's a bunch of stuff like that going on floating around even though it's mm. super anachronistic for the sake of being anachronistic love time and i'm just like should i be as upset with this character as i am given what the show's presenting uh me with her and i'm like yeah because she's just a jerk 
she's, she's not likable, so that's right. the issue. You can you can be whoa whatever kind of person you want to be, but yeah. if you're a jerk, then <laughs> that, that yeah. like that just yeah. burns a lot of goodwill. There are there are other queer characters in this show that are significantly more likable and are unfortunately much more short lived. Mm. Um is what I'll say on that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, look, I like having more or less the actual protagonist here, because let's be honest, Willow is not the protagonist of Willow, uh, the TV series. He was the protagonist of Willow, the movie. Good for him there. Uh, Kit is like the the one the story is primarily following yep. here. Like, they, they've got their merry band, but she's the focus, she's the driving force. And it's very cool to have a queer lead like that, but it'd be even cooler if they were not terrible. <laughs> yeah, but they can, they can, they can well, have yeah, bad personality like traits, but character and, and put something in the first episode to make me like her. Yeah. I start liking her more in episode four, and that's way too long to start liking your lead character, no matter how much you're trying to empathize with them. Yeah, especially <laughs> in an eight episode season. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, essentially, everyone's gathered together to get this wedding going, you know, you've got to get things going. Uh, Kit isn't having any of this. Uh, her bodyguard has also told her that she is leaving to go train with Knight. Uh, not from Galadon, from somewhere. Uh, so she's being separated from the person she's in love with. And so she goes to sneak out in the middle of the night. I'm moving this, moving this along. Let's get to the actual interesting bits. Uh, <laughs> when a mysterious fog sweeps across the kingdom of Tirasleen in the dark of night, uh, and and um, the attack of the monsters begins. This is where it gets cool and interesting. We get the yep. gales attacking the castle, uh, which is a terrible name for a group of weird monsters. <laughs> It's not very like fear inducing. No, they're just they're just a wind. Like they're... you know what? Crib from Metal Gear Rising, call them the Winds of Destruction and yeah. have each of them have a different cool wind name. But no, they're they called have, the Gales they and they pulled they from, like are... Ninja Scroll and been like the five yeah. devils of the crone. I mean you could have said that. And I would have like, uh, yeah, that yeah. would've worked. That would have worked at all. That's weird. I mean, because now I'm yeah. curious who's the crone and yeah. these five devils. Yeah. You know, that gives you something like the gales. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, they're, they're called the gales, but then the actual creatures' names are like the scourge, the doom, the lich, the dag. And like, <laughs> no one's scared of the dag. No one's scared of the dag. And also, these are not wind related. Like. <laughs> 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 It's, yeah, it's, it just dropped the ball on that one. Oh, now man. they just sound like Killer Instinct characters. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Pretty much. Um. Except for the dag. That sounds like you should go to um, whatever that beer fest is. Or <laughs> I just desperately want want to hope that the is the one that had like the big club hands and the yeah, no, helmet cage because no, no, that's the scourge really oh, that's yeah, disappointing the, the dag is the one that looks like if someone tried to rip off the ring but wanted to make it more explicitly scary so they just made a creepy looking lady monster with claws 
Oh, is um, she the bird? Is she yeah, the oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they they, they cool literally could have just which, I, honestly the bird would have been yeah. <laughs> been a better name than the dad. <laughs> the, what's the dad doing? Um Yeah. The skirt the scourge is very cool because yeah, he's got like the big head cage and these these big gnarly hands and he just kills people. Yeah. <laughs> Quite the scourge. The Knights of Tira's Lean pick up their swords and they immediately get battered against walls. Scourge is cool. Love the Scourge. Uh, the Doom, I literally don't remember. Was the I Doom have the. No idea which one the Doom is. Dual Witch? Because I know the Lich is the Sorcerer. I'm gonna yeah. think that the Doom is probably the, the dual Spine Whip guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did literally completely forget that guy. Which is weird because you uh, think that would be the scourge, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> all these, all these names are the the they were all made very poor, poorly. You could have been like the scour and like okay, like we yeah. can do that scour yeah. something. Yeah, scouring wind, <laughs> a dagging wind. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think it's um, been identical to dab. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is it really is too close. close to dab. That's yeah. what I keep hearing, even though I know that's not what I'm hearing. Yeah, do you, I, I'm actually curious because this might be one of the vagaries of Australian English. Do you guys have the word "daggy" no. in your lexicon? No. It, it's just kind of like kind of like scruffy and out of out of shape and not looking particularly neat. And that's, that's what I got from this. So like a like a daggy sheep before it's been sheared? No, no, this is explicitly <laughs> for, for humans. People. Oh, it's specifically for people. Wow, that's weird. No, no. You're looking no. kind of daggy there, like, yeah, I didn't I deliberately look as daggy as I can on public transport so people don't talk to me. <laughs> Fascinating. Love learning new lexicons. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's it's one of the few radio safe words I can teach you guys. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and I mean, look the the dag is where's the bogan? Why daggy? Just bring the bogan yeah, back. The, bring the bogan back. <laughs> the bogan and the dag. <laughs> oh god, yeah, like the, the gales of destruction. We have the red, <laughs> the bogan. <laughs> <laughs> could almost uh, respect that as a choice, honestly. <laughs> well, it would have been a choice. Yeah. Um, okay. But yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the, ga mm -hmm. the Gales attack, design-wise, these are the coolest and most consistent things we've seen, because they all have the same color palette. Yeah. <laughs> they all well, they got, like, they got all the budget, too. Like, unified. the effects are really good. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're great. Those spine whips, now that I remember they exist, <laughs> very cool. Yes. <laughs> Some great stuff going on with them now that I can remember. That the doom exists. <laughs> um, I think they're just bad with names. They're just yeah. really bad with names. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they, they do get all all the budget. The, the lich was the one that summoned the fog, and then the lich is also a close a close combat monster because he just teleports he away. Just teleports from is badass. Yeah. 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 He, he's he, he, he's all over the place. He, he's literally. <laughs> I was literally about to say he's just nightcrawler <laughs> with a yeah. with a staff with a bow staff. Yeah. He's great. And, and I, I love him because he also looks like a lich. He's the one I can remember the most easily. <laughs> like, he, he is the traditional lich as in, like, an undead-looking 
caster kind of creature. Yep. <laughs> With his creepy skull and his staff that burns you if he pokes it into your armpit. Um, <laughs> just like, oh. hey, uh, I mean, you full play, of playing to pumps you full of curse. Play, playing to the fact that armor actually could potentially do something. The armor did nothing because he hit the weak spot. Uh, <laughs> well, he hit the he hit the part that was like the quilted padded part of the armor, yeah. which is almost all of the armor that these knights are wearing. That is also look, it's fashion. These, yep. these are the these are the finest quiltings from far off Nazim. I'll have you know. Oh man, I I want to imagine that like there has not been a conflict in Terrace Lean since oh, they yeah. put the wall up, and they were just like. Plate mail, that's heavy. Padded everything moving forward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, every conflict since they put up the wall was some of those bone reavers charging the five foot wide gap in the soap bubble and them literally just holding 15 foot pikes through the hole. And no one could, no one could get in. It's perfect. Yep. It's literally impermeable. They don't need to know how to fight. They need to know how how to hold a pointy stick level. They don't even have to do that. There's a do. there's a freaking like bottomless oh. moat. Yeah. yeah, there's a ravine. The Take the bridge out, and then or you know if they had made it a drawbridge, be like, okay, look, you just pull that sucker up. I mean, nobody's yeah. getting through. Yeah, that's a lot of money to spend on infrastructure. Different given that time period, though, I yeah. don't know about can, that drawbridge. We, we can afford precisely it's just one drawbridge. Bridge. What are we? Where are we supposed to get the gold from the the die budget? <laughs> no, you just you just print more money. Yeah, I I don't know how the economy here functions. They don't seem to have. It's any like a closed economy. How would they? They're like they're, you're not going to get merchants I, from like out I of do, town. I do, yeah, I do want to point out they ride out from Tirasleen to the edge of the bubble. It does take some time. It's all like native wilderness. Yep. There's yeah, there's no, not, they're there's, not going through villages. No agriculture. Where are they getting all the? <laughs> it's from the That's other direction. Right. I'm telling you. Like, yeah, it's, 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 bubble. it's behind the castle. All the farmland. Yeah, we, yeah, we just like, didn't see it. The it's drone like, shot just rises up, and you see an infinite, like, sweatshop style farming district laid out behind the castle. It's, it's like SimCity. If they put the farms next to the next to the residential area, then it makes everybody unhappy. So they just um, hit it behind yeah, yeah. the concert hall. <laughs> we'll drown out all model. those sounds of farming with beautiful opera <laughs> yeah god um but yeah the the gales attack uh everyone gets in on it because kit was up to escape and jade was up to stop kit from escaping and eric was up because he was trying to get it on uh <laughs> And so everyone joins in the battle, except for Graydon, who watches from his bedroom window, which is a choice I admire. Yep, you know, Smart you guy. know exactly what you're about. You are not a fighter, my man. Stay up there and watch what's happening. Uh, and in the confusion, several things happen. Uh, the Lich burns uh, the Knight Commander Ballantine uh, with his staff to the armpit, uh, very badly, very badly. Yeah. Disable that arm. Um, uh, Sorcerer nearly gets killed by the Doom, uh, but manages to duel him off. Uh, they release Thraxus Boreman, which, what a name uh, for such a beautiful guy. Uh, <laughs> they release Thraxus Boreman from the prison to help fight 
the Gales uh, because he is a good warrior, I guess, and he is in prison for something unspecified at this point. Uh, just and give, give him his uh, yeah. It's not even an axe. It's what was it? Halberd. Yeah, it's, it's like a big cleaver with a short. Yeah, I think that maybe they just do call it a cleaver. Handle. He's like, give me my yeah cleaver. Get my my cleaver. Um, that's played played by Amar Chatter Patel. This guy is gorgeous, and he's, he's a good looking dude, man. Got some nice hair. Yep, got some great hair, especially for being in prison for like the last ten years. Oh yeah, uh, no, he looks really good. He looks like it's well, you know, it's the Mad Mardigan effect. Yeah, true. You just splash a little water on, and you're like, ooh, canteen uh, pro v. Also, he, also he's he's friends with with the queen, so she she sends him some treats him well. I, I mean, I think yeah. I think it's like the best you're gonna get being a prisoner, but yeah, you're still getting like first class digs aside yeah. from like the the prison cells. Still, like we only got the one dungeon, but we'll bring you like yeah, boot yeah, and exactly, a hairbrush, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, in the middle of all this battle, the Gales suddenly retreat, and everyone's mostly fine except for Ballantine, who's terribly wounded. Uh, and where's Eric, everyone? He's gone. <laughs> He's A big bird picked him up and dropped him into Mount Doom. Yay. Uh, Graydon, knowing exactly what he's do- he was doing, saw it all from the bedroom window, wisely not participating in the battle. Uh, I mean, he would have died. So he would have died exactly. He did. He did his job, which was to learn things, get information. Um, so yeah, see, they see that um, Eric's been kidnapped. Obviously, we got to go get him. They're taking him somewhere. Who knows where? Somewhere outside the bubble. Oh, very scary. Uh, and so Kit is determined to rush off when she's meant to be getting married in the morning, but you know gotta go save him um is followed by takes Borman with her Graydon has to go with her because it would be extremely bad publicity for the future king of the country to let his soon-to-be wife go on a dangerous quest alone um Jade Kit's bodyguard comes because she's Kit's bodyguard um and Ballantyne wants to come but is Replaced last section, last uh, second by Jurgen Case, one of the other senior knights. Just a bunch of old games of Thro- Game of Thrones looking guys. Um, and they they go off on an adventure. They got to leave the bubble. They got to find Willow to figure out what's going on. Uh, because Sorcerer's been having like nightmare dreams where Willow is whispering to her about stuff and. It's He's not like clear if that's him actively doing that or if that is her own, like, innate prophetic gift or something. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's Willow. I mean, it's Willow's voice, but he's not it's doing that. Her, he doesn't know, what, her, he doesn't know what's going on. mind interpreting it, yeah. He didn't get, like, a the memo? No. It was, it was so weird because it, because it happens, like, three times before the hmm. Gales attack. And I'm like, oh, what's this, like, evil, like, whispering thing going on i'm like oh it's the gales and then she's like it was willow talking to me i'm like what is so if you have this like i watched this with the subtitles on because i was Mm. watching it on my phone and um the subtitle just says willow and then it has like the little colon thing and it's the gales and it's like (laughs) was that willow though because that's not what i'm hearing right i'm just hearing a spooky voice going the gales 
It's, yeah, but just kept be saying Willow. I'm like, if it was Willow. The show? Okay. Yeah, the show is saying it, I guess. <laughs> That's the name of the overall narrator, not to be confused with Willow, the character within the show. <laughs> God. Um, but yeah, off, off they run uh, on their merry way to have an adventure. And on the way, they're joined by Dove, who's also coming with them because she loves Eric. And Eric was ready to commit, and she needs to lock that down immediately. Um, it, it's it's sweet. She loves him. She's not of much help, but she's also the only person who knows how to cook. Yeah, and and whole, is good at it party. too. She's great at it. Exquisite, really. <laughs> people people undervalue having someone who knows how to prepare food on a long journey. It's yes. really important. <laughs> um, and, and I I actually really like her. Like out of every she's like. Fine. I was like, I was like, Borman uh, is cool. Uh, I'm like, we all know how I feel about Kit. Um, <laughs> uh, but I was just like, oh, she's she's bright and bubbly and like very committed and like seems mm. confident. I'm super into this character joining, even though I know she has to join because I know exactly who she is. Um, yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? She's Brunhild. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, she joins in, so presumably only for the night before she's to be sent back to the castle, but hey, might as well have someone cook for you on your first night out in the wilderness. Yep. Uh, and, and in the morning she's gone, because she's gotta, gotta go on foot to keep in front of the horses, I guess. Um, and off they go, having a merry time. They cross a small bridge, come to the to the keyhole in the soap bubble, and step out into the not monochromatic hell world out there. It's just nice. It's New Zealand. Uh, and like, wow, look at all this wilderness. It's maybe it's not so bad out here. Uh, at which point a crossbow bolt immediately kills the knight that was with them. Yep. And then they're, they're looking at it like, wow, it's not so scary outside the bubble. The dialogue is something to that effect. Oh, he, the guy immediately gets murdered. He's <laughs> he literally he literally gets Sam Jackson from Deep Blue Seed, where he's yeah. like, "You've got to pay attention to everything that's going on around you," and then he's immediately dead. And I'm like, oh, that's actually really kind of annoying. It would have been nice yes. to have like an older sagely figure on this adventure, but. Mm. What ofs? It's an adventure for the kids. Yeah, yeah. And, the and, kids. and the kids only. Everyone thirty and up get GTFO. <laughs> this is not for you. Yeah, Borman is close to that limit. He's <laughs> turning thirty in like four days. But as long as we can start the adventure with him under thirty, he's good. Right, and also, <laughs> and also, there's so much dad energy from him that oh, he, yeah. he's got the plot armor, the dad plot yeah. armor. Yeah, absolutely. He's got great dad energy for someone who clearly hates children. Yes. <laughs> As do most people who have really great dad energy, to be perfectly I mean, honest. Look, that's fair. <laughs> I make a living off of that kind of energy, I think. So. <laughs> but yeah, they're attacked by Bone Reavers, who are Mad Max people without access to gasoline-powered vehicles, so instead they have horses. Uh just chasing them across the plains um, and herding them towards a cliff, much like the Mammoth Hunters of old. Borman bravely directs his horse to leap off the cliff into the water below, like urging it on with this phrase in another language, go, 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 go. Uh, they all leap off the cliff on their horses, swim out, of, swim out of the river on the other side, and Kit goes, 
that was incredible. How did you make your horse do that? I was like, I was trying to tell it to stop. <laughs> yep. Just the perfect, perfect dad energy. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, Dove on foot has crossed a fallen tree, which is crossing the infinitely deep moat. Uh, weird, sure, whatever. Don't know why there's a random fallen tree here. Uh, and an earthquake knocks it into the abyss just as she makes her way across. Then she just walks through the magic barrier that's meant to be impenetrable. It's This is fine. Nothing weird going on there. Um, actually, you know what? We, we did exactly what the characters did, Leonard, that you were complaining about earlier. Oh, we walked right by the, the big note written in blood on Yeah, we, we ignored wall. that blood writing. <laughs> we ignored, we ignored the full essay written in blood in the dark script. <laughs> I totally forgot about that for a second, but we already discussed it. Um, yeah, there, there's, there's the remains of a village they passed through on the other side of the bubble. And there's like this full like floor to ceiling essay it's written so in blood. <laughs> it it made me so angry when Kit was like, "Hey everyone, look at this!" And it's up it's 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 a manifesto written yeah. on a stone <laughs> wall that everyone else just rode past and paid no attention to. It was this like I can't. I can't, I can't with this show. I can't yeah, do this. Yeah, yeah. Graydon proves his value here by being able to sort of read this because he's he's a learned child. Yep. Uh, and it, it's all about, like, the deep power under the earth and the slowly awakening monster that will show the world that we were really right all along yep. uh, and praise the great worm, everyone. Lo- love that worm with a Y. Yep. <laughs> So now we're gonna we've get got... a dragon in season two. So have <laughs> we have we been introduced to the name of the crone at this point? Since I can't remember, since um, the show's really bad at introducing I, I, names. I don't think so. I don't okay. think they said the word crone yet. No. Okay, so at least we we're like we've got the worm, and then we're gonna mm. have the crone at some point. And I'm just like, are you? I, I'm like I, d- dying, like in the desert. I'm like just a drop of exposition, <laughs> just anything, just to keep me. I'm hallucinating exposition <laughs> for this show. Why? Why is this the only holdover from the actual movie? Which is your refusal to exposit on any aspect of this world. Oh, I'm sorry, so you didn't get the um the notes we had from uh Mr. Lucas's uh cocktail napkins. Oh god. No. 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 <laughs> didn't get it. He this lost is it. The, you know, it's the the evil darkness of Bavmorla. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh god. Anyway, yeah. Um, they they find Dove on the other side of the barrier. I really thought she was going to get the knight's horse, but that horse just ran off. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what I thought he was killed for. Like, wow, they're all on the side of the barrier. This guy's going to die. Dove's going to get his horse, so everyone can ride as a group. And like, no, nah, that horse just runs off. Dove has to walk everywhere. Um, but they finally make it to that that um that archetypical spot that everyone remembers from the first film, the ruined Nelwyn village. I was so upset. Burned to the ground. I was so upset. 
when the Nelwyn village was just like, I can't believe we're doing the like, and it's root, it's all ruined because everything out here is terrible. And I'm just like, the burning I, of the Shire all over. Again. I was I, literally, I was just <laughs> at, no, actually, that happened in in next episode. I was like, are we gonna get a burning of the Shire situation? Yeah. But I was so upset when I was just like, I can't. Why? Why are you yeah. doing this? To, like, I don't even love this movie. Like, I respect <laughs> it, but like, this feels mean. <laughs> well, fortunately for you, Leonard, they're so allergic to exposition, they won't tell us how it happened ever. Nope. I think. I, they haven't mentioned how it happened in the first four episodes. I can tell you that much. Well, they're like, no, Nelwyn Village burned to the ground. They all moved underground to survive. That's all you need to know. <laughs> yep. Because now Willow they're probably, dwarves. Now Willow they're probably, literal dwarves. <laughs> God, they are. Willow probably tried to put on a fireworks show or something. And um, <laughs> oh, you know what? But I would, I would mean, actually, Willow, maybe. I would actually really appreciate it if, like, that would actually be funny if that was the cause. Like, it wasn't yeah. Bone Reavers or Devil Dogs uh, or anything. Willow, some as, domestic accident. <laughs> yeah, burn the village down, and they're just like we live where there are rocks and no wood anymore because yeah. of you. <laughs> You're still in charge because you know magic, but we're not happy about it, <laughs> right? You or it was like that was my surface. that was my first apprentice. That didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm poor at choosing oh, apprentices. Man. Yeah, and they keep um, picking the wrong finger. They really love to pick the wrong finger. Uh, I don't but like yeah, that. They, they, I don't, man. That was the they, worst They part. know what the test is culturally. Like, they, what is it? You have to keep freaking doing it? Like, they all know what it yeah. is. It's like, it's not, it's not something that you do maybe for like outsiders. <laughs> like, why are you doing this in the same village? Like, they all know the, the test, is, the test. Willow's what? collectively wiping the entire population's memory every year. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Or they're not even there, and it's just like the ghosts of his friends. Oh God! <laughs> anyway, they come to a burned-out Nelwyn village, and they find a Nelwyn who says his name is Willow. You found me. You can go now. The the most not Willow-looking guy I've ever seen. <laughs> this is Silas. I kind of love Silas. Silas is great. Yeah, um, and he's like the stand-in Bonkar. Yeah, he's Willow's new best friend, bodyguard kind of guy. And and was in the original film. Yeah, yeah. He's just wrote, risen to prominence, whereas he was like a, a background character in the film who was sort of there but didn't really say anything. Right. I think he had like half a line or something. <laughs> uh, but Willow's like, no, it's all right, I recognize him. It's like, how do you know it's us? He's like, well, you just kind of look like your mother did. Yeah. You're, you're as mean as she was. Um <laughs> You're 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 a deeply unlikable person, just like your mother was when I met you. When I met her, and every time since. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. I mean, look, if you'd called me a racial slur, I wouldn't recognize you from your father. But... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Willow Willow recognizes Kit as a sorcerer, sorcerer and Mad Monica's child. Welcomes them. It's like, yeah, I knew I knew something bad was happening. Something bad's always happening. The world is evil and dark, and your brother Eric's being kidnapped. He's been taken across the shattered sea to the immemorial city 
to see the withered crone. I'm like, you're saying words yeah. at me. You just, I hate it so much. You just, you, it's literally you're just making shit up now. <laughs> you are quite frankly just making it up as you speak. I, look, I would love that to be the actual case. And oh, this that would have been so be, good if you turned it. and you see him reading a little book. Yeah, like this, whole thing being like a play, this whole thing being like a play so that he can keep Alora Dannon around longer to actually I mean, teach her that stuff. Fits, that fits in line with his <laughs> other plans that were terrible. Yeah, uh, but yeah, he recognizes Dove. She's the only blonde character in the entire show. It's Alora Dannon all growing up. She wasn't spirited away 15 years ago. She was given a different name and handed off to an old woman who worked as a scullery maid. Yep. And for said, all this of is your daughter now. in the prophecy, like, they weren't even, the queen wasn't even watching her. No. Sort like, of, they were like, oh, hey, keeping an eye on her, she's but, gone. Yeah. And they're like, what? Like, that's the most, that's like your, mm. aside from your children, but for the kingdom the most or the world, person. like the most important person, yeah. you, they should, you keep better tabs on them. hasn't hasn't she done enough no she didn't do anything she got carried around as a a literal baby (laughs) like no she's she's in the grand scheme of things she has done nothing other than exist (laughs) and learn to cook really well yeah it's not like she couldn't defend herself now she's an adult with magical powers or anything you know, maybe she wanted to do something and feel special and important. I, I don't understand. Once again, this, in this universe, magic exists. Prophecies are real. And yeah. everyone is like, I refuse to believe this thing that I know is true. And I'm like, I don't. I, what What are we doing here, people? What, what yeah. What's the point? Why, yeah. why even divine the stars if literally nobody who who knows that magic is real is going to listen to you about this prophecy (laughs) i think the other part of it and it's not (laughs) it's not like it's being said explicitly is Mm. that if if the magic is based on like a belief system which is what it seems to be like believe in yourself say the words whatever there's some kind of that's your cantrip you use but it's really based on your your will Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah. if everyone doesn't believe in it, then it can't really like exist as much. Like they're yeah, I don't that think that they're cool. wrong in saying, Hey, you ban magic. Yeah. But they yeah. just forgot that, oh, there's other people that like still believe in it, so mm. like it that has can still power affect you. out in the world still, yeah. Oh yeah, and you don't even like, need anything like fancy. You can just wave your hand a couple times and you can turn the whole kingdom yeah. into animals. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You don't you yeah, like, you had that happen is, to you, that's a real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, ba- Bath more to prove the point that it's not about like magical words and things. If you are powerful enough, magic is something you just innately do with your will and whim. Like, she's like, you're all pigs, all of you. There's not a magic incantation like Rizel and Willow have to do all the time. And which we saw earlier when Alora just dispelled part of the barrier to walk through it. She's like, I really want to go this way. And she's like, I guess innately just anti magic herself for a second walk through the impenetrable barrier <laughs> it's out there magic's cool lean into it you're a fantasy world you're allowed to have an explicitly magical empire <laughs> oh god this was just the first episode 
that's it. Um, the the Elora Dannon reveal was fun, but not particularly unforeseen. Um, as I said in the green room, Aaron pulled this from like the the thirty second mark of Dove showing up. Went, I bet that's Elora Dannon, and she was very happy to be proven right. Right. Most joy we've gotten out of the entire show. Um, <laughs> it's it just feels like you could cut. 80% of the, the like the bickering style drama and have an episode that's half as long but tells the exact same amount of important story. Oh, you mean the same lesson they learned when they made the movie? Yeah. Yeah. Which is no lesson. No <laughs> lesson ever learned. We we are proudly against education here in the Willow in the Willow universe. Yep. You're not to learn magic, you're not to learn anything of substance. No magic, no geography, no... No economics. No economics. <laughs> no. Yeah, at least not in Tira's lean. No. Apparently they have some kind of schooling lean. in uh, Galadorn. Yeah. And like... Ugh, oh God, I don't even know where to go with this. I, actually, <laughs> I do want to know one thing. Who makes the denim? I understand oh. that's a somewhat difficult process. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a lot of denim in this series, and I'm still confused about it. Oh, man. What if there was an Nelwyn denim factory, and that's what burned the town down? <laughs> the Nelwyn's famous for making this sturdy blue cloth. <laughs> From their vast <laughs> cotton fields. Tight and interwoven <laughs> like nothing you've ever experienced. It must be magical. We can't have that. Even a knife can't cut through this through this cloth, it's like steel armor. Like, <laughs> oh, hey, actually, Tirasley knights in full, like head to toe, like double layered denim would be a look. Oh yeah, if they were all just wearing Canadian tuxedos, like it'd be quilted, insane. Quilted yeah. denim, quilted denim padding on all the armor sleeves. It's hard wearing. You know, it, it's a uniform color. <laughs> oh man, um, like. I could sum up episode two in, I think, three sentences. <laughs> um, so let's do that quickly. Just sort of cover yeah, the, I don't remember the gist what happened. of that. Like, nothing happens. Um, we, we get a flashback of Willow and Sorsha having a falling out when Willow wants to teach Alora Dannon how to use her magic because if she doesn't use it, she'll lose it. Uh... <laughs> Then uh, they all meet the Nelwyn villagers, including Mims, who's very sweet. And I do love Mims and Willow getting along. Yeah, Mims just should have went on the journey and, like, replaced Kit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that would have been cool. (laughs) Um, Commander Ballantyne gets sent to go catch up to all of them with a few other knights because Dove's gone missing. And Sorsha realizes, oh, Allura Dannon slipped away from us. Uh, and then Ballantine turns evil because he was infected by the lich in the battle when he got the he got the stake stuck into his armpit. Uh, it's like he, well, he was turned into an apprentice. Like that's a weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a, a disciple, an apprentice, that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and then Willow tries to teach Alora how to use magic for half an hour, and just gets more frustrated and yells at her the entire time. <laughs> And I feel really bad because that doesn't feel like good Willow. 
that's no. that's not Willow off good. That's Willow off bad. But but um. but but he does but he does have a really good line where he's like, "What are you doing with with your face? Like, just yeah, be, be a human being. <laughs> Say it like a person." And I'm like, actually, that's also kind of funny. That was very funny. Um, and then she has a falling out with everyone because everyone's tired of her saying the same four words over and over again at maximum volume for hours. Uh, walks off, continues to do that in the forest. Brushes off Graydon, who clearly is like hero worshiping at her. Uh, and then just as she gets the spell right, she gets knocked out, and we fade to black, and we hit the rock music. Yeah, the anachronistic, the anachronistic indie music ending, which drives me up the wall. <laughs> Every episode ends with indie rock, and I'm like, that's a choice you've made. Yeah, I don't it. think it's the right one. It's it, it's a ver- it's a very CW choice you've decided to make for yeah. your fantasy yeah, for this series. CW show. That's what it looks <laughs> yeah, like. yeah, exactly. Just team drama. So yeah, yeah. The, look, the lessons from these first two episodes are. Graydon's cool, Silas is cool, Borman is cool. Everyone else I'm not particularly invested in. Nope. I'm trying to figure out like the target demographic for this because That that is also the not... weird thing. It's not modern kids. No, but it's not <laughs> aimed at like people that were kids growing up with this either. Like this is no, anathema. Absolutely. Like I watch this and I'm just like shirking away with my entire soul. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm like, who is this for? This is terrible. It's made for people who it's made for people who consume media that talk about it on the internet. Not talking about oh. us. I'm talking about reaction <laughs> channels and and uh people uh and also people who want to get angry at uh modern oh. media ruining things from their childhood oh, that they had no, <laughs> that they, they had a they, love for. There's definitely a reaction channel that went through this entire series and went, wow, that was really good. We should watch the movie. And the first thing of import they say in the movie reaction is, no one told me Val Kilmer was in this. Right. (laughs) You're never going to (laughs) know. Yeah, this is made for no. This is made for nobody. It's, it was made in order to cash in on a brand. (laughs) I mean, maybe. I, I mean, guess. Warwick Davis seems I, to genuinely enjoy being Willow. Yes. But like, yeah. Yeah. Well, he probably I mean, they brought the final back as many people out. as they could. They tried to get like everybody that was still alive. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I, three of them. I, I dig that. I mean, that's. Yeah, that's it's, good it's staying that true to the roots in that way. Yeah. yeah. But it, also, yeah, it's just not a great show. I no, mean, I like. Anything. I like, literally liked the only stuff that I liked was the stuff that was directly calling back to the movie, mm. which is once again a film that I'm not even crazy about. <laughs> I cannot stress it, l- l- listeners. If you have not listened to Cameron and I talk about Willow the film, go back and listen to it because I am. Uh, significantly more generous to it than I am to the show, but it's not like one of my, the Leonard classics that I love to death. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's yeah. No, well, so I think what that's doing is the callbacks aren't nostalgia; they're no. um, exposition. Yeah, 
It's it's calling hey. it's referencing something that actually has a context and a meaning. Yeah, right. Hey, hey guys, do you know one. about this? And people who haven't watched Willow the movie will go, "Wow, like, that what? feels like something." And people who've watched Willow the movie go, "You're just telling me what you told me 24 years ago." So even longer, 30 something years. Yeah, ago. 35 God. years ago. Oh. 35 years ago. Oh god. <laughs> That's too long. Yeah. They're like, well, the characters, I mean, the actors have aged this much, but we're not going to, like, do that. We're going to make it half the time has passed. You right. could have made it the 30 no years, reason. and it really could have maybe even benefited from Well, that. I think they didn't want to go, oh, now we have a 30-year-old Allura Den, and we want, like, a teenage right. hero's journey. You can still have that. Just have 30-year-old Allura Dan as the mentor figure. <laughs> Skip further. Be like, Allura went through her own whole thing. Now she's like the Willow style. Oh yeah, I mean they, they wise sorcerer, <laughs> and Willow's also still here. I mean, they, as... they, there there are are plenty of things that they could have done to make this good, but they decided against all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's a choice. It's a yeah, choice. this was the, not accidental. <laughs> poor choices, but choices nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, you know that this was workshopped and gone through like a writer's room and all kinds of, and it's like, what was the form of this before that happened? Uh, Probably good. Um, I'm going to think it because maybe this was like the better version, and I'm afraid of that. I thoroughly options we have. I thoroughly believe that at the beginning, someone was like, "Hey, how about we have Bath Morta come back?" And someone else was like, "But she exiled herself out of the out of the universe," and then the first person said there's no concept of anything and how the world works in that film we can literally just make it up as we go along and then the second person was like all right but it's dawson's creek now and the first person <laughs> yeah. said oh, oh okay <laughs> but it's dawson's creek. Oh, okay yeah. thanks that was, that was the title we won't be covering the rest of we won't be covering the rest no. of this show. We're, we got other stuff. Um we will have coming up soon I have to behind the curtains arrange things, but um Cabinet of Curiosities is on Yay! in the in a Yay! A, a I gotta rewatch all of that again. That was really good. It was really good, and there are a couple of choice episodes that I am super excited to talk about. Yeah, and we'll have a returning very long time ago (laughs) guest um, coming back for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is fun. It's always had fun to talk to people like six years after you talked to them (laughs) previously. (laughs) Oh, God. It's really cool. It's very exciting to talk about things that you like. It is, isn't it? Yeah. We can look forward forward to that. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this one out. I'm gonna keep watching Willow until I end. Until you end, one. okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> until until this show kills me, I'm going to keep watching it. Um, yeah, I'll probably once that's done, do like a little short post mortem on Twitter, be like, "Hey, I finished Willow." Here's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's gonna be fine. short and sweet. We'll, we'll just do like a little addendum, <laughs> yeah, little update on your sanity. Yeah, like how how are you going this week? Like I finished Willow. I don't want to talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God! Hey. Well, I think we'll wrap this up. We've 
we've yeah. done a full episode length on we thing we don't like. So we did. We did it. It's yeah. Done. We'll finally we'll mostly never have to think about this again. Uh, <laughs> Insert Evangelion congratulations uh, gif <laughs> here. Ometa, ometa. <laughs> <laughs> oh i feel myself turning into salt now <laughs> yeah admin where can we find everyone on the internet <laughs> on the internet twitter is is a trash fire still i hate it. it it's so it's bad still there, though. it's still there but it's i'm strong and broken about why that yeah. yeah yeah we're on twitter um I'm on there at Sentinel underscore plus. That'll be in the notes. Leonard is also on there. He is Dr. Faust is dead. Yep. Can and I... and also at Umber Knox Productions. And yeah. Awesome. yeah. Um, at yeah, your professionals. Yeah. Got Knight underscore um, Twitten. That's Knight without a yep. K. That's me. See photos of my cat and also eventually my postmortem on Willow when <laughs> that that'll be the, the final <laughs> nail in the coffin of Twitter. You'll yeah, yeah, Elon Musk will just, shut the whole side down at that shuts point. Down. <laughs> oh, um, and then the podcast itself, um, Mon underscore D Monster, which uh, we always, except for this week, um, let you know in advance what we're doing. Uh, this yeah. was a, a a last minute debate a on what if we were going to even cover this. <laughs> there was, there was well, Troll, you can see which isn't anything just new, to us, or there was why. Willow, which was terrible. Yeah, it was a hard choice. Yeah, <laughs> go watch Troll though on Netflix. That that it's was a good fun. film. It's a good film, it's just not not anything new for us to talk. Yeah, about. Yeah, <laughs> nothing nothing new on the on the Troll front. There, it, it covered Big the Mountain King, the and yeah. the, the Dover Gruben, and the. Dover Mountains. So we've yeah. seen all that before. Um, yeah, but it was, it was updated it was a little bit. There's some Quite Star nice. Trek references for some reason, mm. but you know, <laughs> because they could, they could. <laughs> yeah, why not? They're fans. Uh, yeah, that's us signing off. We will catch y'all next week. So bye bye, folks. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Monster Dear Monster is brought to you by Fireheart Media. If you enjoyed the show. Please share this and all of our episodes with friends. And remember to rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Word of mouth is the only way we grow. If you like, you can also kick us a few bucks to help us keep the lights on at ko-fi.com slash fireheartmedia. Check out our other show, Jalachan's Place, at www.jalachan.place.